say good morning to you who are on our podcast. Uh, so on my YouTube channel is Tom and Sarah, uh, and you can go there if you want to rewatch the videos. You can rewatch them here as well. I never delete them, and so that's where we're going. Um, on my podcast, you can look up Tom and Sarah as well. On my for my podcast, if you want to listen to it uh, later as well, I have a bunch of uh, messages on there that you can look at. Um, let's see. I'm trying to um, discuss some things about about this. We've had some people on my YouTube you, YouTube channel <laughs> that have um, kind of said some things that were dirty or they would send some things. Uh, don't pay attention to them. I delete them as soon as they come in. So I'm just letting you know that. Um, we ask that you be... Um, cognizant that this is about Jesus and this is about Yeshua um, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords this is not to uh, publicize porn sites or anything else that's what they did on, uh, on uh, the, the um, YouTube channel and so I had to delete those but just understand that this is about Jesus this is not about um, a self-help. This is about Jesus. And that's what I wanted to discuss with you. Also, just a commercial now. We'll get more into it later. Hi, Patricia. The, um, uh, these two books here, if you have not received them, this is uh, Song of Songs. It's a devotional, a 50-day devotional uh, geared for 5 to 10 minutes per day. And you can get this book. And this book, From Breakdown to Breakthrough, um, my journey to soul health, and you can get it as well. Both of these books, if you get them from me, are $25 that include shipping, and and that, that would be sent to you. Email me at tomandsarah at gmail.com, and you can get those. Um, today I want you to go to Psalm 107, and I've had this song on my heart pretty much all day, and um, the song is... Uh, his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And that's all that's been going through my mind. I don't know if it's an actual song or uh, if, it, if it's just something from my heart. But if you go to Psalm 107, um, and I'm going to look at 19 and 20. And then he cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. Lord, we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. Verse 20, God spoke the words, be healed, and we were healed. Now, this is day five of our 31-day healing challenge. And, um, and I really want you to go after healing. I really want you to go after what God is saying about healing and, and healing for your life. Okay? God spoke the words and uh, be healed and we were healed. God spoke it. Okay? Um, remember, God said, let there be light and there was light. God spoke the word, spoke the word and he healed them. Now the Bible is probably the most important word um, that you can get. Now I understand 
a lot about prophecy. I understand that people look for prophecy, but hear me when I say this. Look for prophecy and confirm it with the Bible. The Bible is God's rhema word. It's also his logos, but also his rhema word is the word that comes alive for you. So somebody will prophesy over you. You go ahead and you take it and you confirm it with the word because uh, somebody can prophesy over you. Uh, Judas went out and hung himself. Go thou and do likewise, and what you do, do quickly. Okay? Um, and that's not really <laughs> God's word for you. Get the word. It must be confirmed. Uh, it's a confirmation. Usually a prophetic word is not a word of, con of, a, of a direction. It's a word of confirmation. Sometimes, and only in rare circumstances, is it a word of direction. Okay? So, understand that as we get into this today. Okay, so he sent out his word and he healed them. The Bible says, and we talked about this uh, yesterday, faith comes by hearing. Well, how does hearing come? Hearing comes by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. Okay, so you, you're able to hear if you spend time in the Word, if you spend time in the Bible, your spirit and your heart will start to be able to hear what God is saying. Okay? So you, you start to hear and God starts talking and then, and then all of a sudden you're going, yeah, this is really good. And then your heart is able to hear, not just sounds, but is able to comprehend and, and partake of the Word that He's putting in your heart. Okay, um, faith comes by hearing, and then from that word, you're able to build faith to do the thing. And then um, hearing comes by the word of God. That's in Romans. So I want to pick up where we left off yesterday in dealing with um, healing all. Okay, the healing of all. It is God's will to heal you. All right. Now, the chosen had a scene where, and, I, and the chosen is not... Um, by any means infallible, um, they, they try to make a story out of it. But in this scene, little James comes up and he doesn't have, uh, he's not healed. He goes, he feels bad about sharing the gospel because he's not personally healed. Okay? He's, he's, it's hard for him to share about healing or heal people because he's not healed. And Jesus says, you know, it's, um, you know, Jesus says something to him and, and uh, he asks him this question, do you want to be healed? And James had no answer. Little James had no answer. But uh, the, the deal was that he was making an excuse, my opinion, um, the writers were making an excuse why people don't get healed. And you can't make a doctrine out of something that is not happening to you. You make a doctrine based on the word of God, not for your circumstances not for your uh, feelings or emotions at the time. Because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean that it's not true. Okay? Because you haven't been healed doesn't mean that God doesn't want to heal everybody. Now, I also know that God uses all things. He weaves all our circumstances together to bring about good. So the devil makes you sick. You walk around in sickness. And then Jesus comes 
and, um, and, and let's say uh, the healing is delayed or, you know, you, you feel like you're not being healed. Well, God will cause that. And then some people say, well, God made me sick so that I can, I can hear him better or I can, uh, fall, I can rest in him better. And that's not true. God doesn't make you sick. Okay, and we're going to learn that today. God does not make you sick. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus healed all who were afflicted of the devil. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. Now, I want to say this because it's so important. We give credence because we don't understand why people aren't healed. Why did that baby die? Why did that person die in, um, in the car accident? Why did that person get cancer? I had a friend who was born again at the age of right about 20. And, uh, and then at 26, he died of cancer. Well, why did that happen? God didn't kill him. God did not give him cancer. Well, maybe God was sparing him. And, and, and you know, that, that's such flippant stuff. And we've got to stop being flippant in our words uh, to, the, to, the, to the lost, especially the lost. And well, God, just they're in a better place now. You know, um, I was thinking, my goodness gracious. And I heard this comedian, Michael Jr., he was talking about the, one of the few times, one of the first times he went to church, there was a funeral. And, he's, and uh, his grandmother would always tell him, well, he's in a better place now. Well, what kind of a box was he in before that he's in this better place now? Um, I heard another joke a long time ago. What are these pictures doing in the foyer? Well, those are people who died in the service. And the guy that was visiting said, which one, the morning or the evening service? <laughs> so, I mean, you just got to gotta think of this. God does not kill people or destroy people. I remember Keith Green died back in 79, 80. I think it was 1980. He died in a plane crash because he was bringing, uh, he, the, the plane was overweight and couldn't get over the tree top <clears throat> on takeoff. So... Uh, you know, him and the rest of the crew, I think it was eight people died in that thing. And a lot of people said, well, you know, God had to, you know, God took his life because he wasn't obeying. Well, no, the plane crashed because there was a lot of weight on the plane and it couldn't do the lift. Uh, the, the law of lift uh, couldn't do it because there was too much weight on the plane. Take a couple people off, take a couple boxes off and come over another time. But he didn't, and the plane crashed. And I believe the enemy took him, because the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And Jesus comes that we might have life and have it abundantly. Okay? So I want to make this clear, and I don't know how much more clear I can get. God weaves our circumstances. He puts our, you know, he takes, uh, if we get sick, he takes the sickness. And God can use the sickness to bring about good. God uses these things, and God uses the devil, yes, okay? The devil comes, Job would, uh, would curse you if you uh, hurt his body. So he ends up saying, well, don't kill him. And, and, and God was able to use that circumstance that the enemy put on Job in order to teach Job about who God really was. God loves you, God cares about you, and God paid for your healing. Why would he withhold something that he paid for? God always gets what he paid for. Okay? 
Whose fault is it that so-and-so didn't get healed? I don't know. And I'm not going to put a... I'm not going to put an answer to that because I don't know the answer. The Bible says that if you believe, you are not condemned. But if you don't believe, you're condemned already. All right, I better get into this because I'm going to make some people mad. All right, in Luke chapter 6, verse 19, uh, the entire crowd eagerly tried to come near Jesus to touch him to receive healing because a tangible supernatural power emanated from him and he healed all who were close to him or all who came close to him. He healed all. All right. Again, we're coming to the fact that God, God's will is to heal everybody. Okay. If I pray for somebody and they don't get healed, I don't look at the person and say, you need more faith. I don't do that. What I do is I look, uh, you know, I, I just go, well, you know, you didn't get your miracle. I don't, I don't even explain this to them. I just said, just watch and see how you progress through. Watch and see the changes that happen coming up. And that's how God heals. That's the gift of healings. Okay? You have the gift of miracles, which happen instantaneously. And I've seen many, many instantaneous miracles. Uh, cancers healed, knees healed, backs healed. Uh, I, I remember this lady, um, and, and this is really cool. Nobody prayed for her, but she literally, you can see the S in her back. It was really, really um, emphasized in her back. You can see the S. It was really crazy through her shirt. And I remember these two artists were on stage painting the same picture um, out of an, out of just, they were just going with what God was telling them to do, and at the same time they both turned around and they did a straight line on the painting, and this woman's back, I saw it went just straightened up from an S to a letter I. It was crazy good. Jesus' will is to heal all. He said in Matthew chapter eight, "Our I am willing, be healed." It is His will. The entire crowd came and tried to come near to Jesus to touch him to receive healing. And he healed all who came close to him. In Matthew 9, 35, and I'm reading out of the Passion Translation, which I love and I believe is the most accurate translation based upon um, Aramaic, Hebrew, and Greek translations. And even the stuff that are hard to translate, at least the translator says that it was hard to translate. Jesus walked through the region, Matthew 9.35, with, with the joyful message or the gospel of good news of God's kingdom realm. He taught in their meeting houses, and wherever he went, he demonstrated God's power by healing every kind of uh, disease and illness. And I remember in Romans chapter 5, he says, God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet lost sinners, scum of the earth, Jesus died for us. Okay? He went throughout the region preaching the good news of God's kingdom realm, and that's your kingdom come on earth the same as it is in heaven. Okay? And he healed every, and I looked up that word every, it means every, all-encompassing kind of disease and illness. In Luke chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, he said, 
uh, Jesus summoned together his 12 apostles and imparted to them authority over every demon and power to heal every disease. He commissioned them to proclaim God's kingdom and to heal the sick to demonstrate that the kingdom has arrived. And as he sent them out, he gave them these instructions, just go to Israel. Okay? So God gave them power to heal every disease. And God gives you, if you're a true believer in Jesus, not just a, 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 a mouth ascent that got Jesus, but, but you have given your heart to Jesus and you're a true believer, you have this in you. You have the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit flow through everybody at any given time. All you got to do is ask for it. doesn't mean you walk in that office, like I believe Catherine Coleman had the office of, 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 a, of, a, of a prophet and a, uh, she also had the, the gift of healing, even though she never laid hands on anybody. So then in Matthew chapter 10, which is the same, same thing, same instruction, he says, go, and, go instead and find the lost sheep among the people of Israel. And as you go, preach this message. Heaven's kingdom realm is accessible. It is close enough to touch. Kingdom, uh, God's kingdom is here. It's near you. You must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick. And make it your habit to break off the demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life. Freely you've received the power of the kingdom, so freely receive it, uh, release it to others. So here the, the, the apostles, uh, the disciples, are commissioned to bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick. It doesn't say pray for them, it says bring healing to them. You've received this power, now give it out. All right. Now, I remember the first time, uh, you know, and again, this is not a bad thing. It's just a testimony. The first five people I prayed for for healing died. And the sixth one came up to me and he said, I've got a cold. Would you pray for me? And I said, no, I don't want you to be the first person to die of a cold. But since that time, I have seen many, many people healed. And if you want to if you want to see people healed, praying for them, keep praying for them. Freely you have received the power of the kingdom. So I tell you, freely give. Freely release it to others. Matthew 12, 15, the, the, the uh, Pharisees are talking. And then Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he left them by another way. They were thinking of taking him and killing him. And so he left a different way. And he says, massive crowds followed him from there, and he healed, here it is, all who were sick. Not just some. He healed all who were sick. And if Jesus did it back then, and he lives in you, don't you think he still wants to do that through you? Of course he does. Matthew 14, 36. So they brought to him all their sick, begging him to let them touch the friends of his garment, and everyone who touched it was instantly healed. That that word begging there isn't like, oh, please, please, please. They were like two-year-olds begging for a cookie. What they were was like they were imploring him. They were, um, they were 
emphatically urging him, please, I'm desperate. It was a cry of desperation. And everyone who touched the, 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 the tassels of its tzitzit, the, that, that little prayer shawl that he wore, everyone who touched it was instantly healed. You remember the woman that had the issue of blood. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, what, what she was touching was the prayer shawl that he carried with the, with the, with the tassels on the end, which, which represent the law of Moses. And she touched it and she was healed. And she believed it and God and Jesus felt this power released from him. Everyone who touched it was instantly healed. Matthew 19, 2. Massive crowds followed him and he healed all who were sick. Matthew 21, 14. Then the blind and the crippled came into the temple courts and Jesus healed them all. And the children circled around him shouting blessings and praises to the son of David. So all these people came into the temple courts and Jesus healed them all. He healed them all. He healed them all. Psalm 103 verse 3 uh, out of the Passion says, You kissed my heart with forgiveness in spite of all that I've done. You healed me inside and out from every disease. Tremendous verse. If you need some verses, these, these are great verses. If you think Jesus healed all back then, don't you think he wants to heal all today? Jesus isn't dead. He's not a dead man on a stick, you know, that, that just hangs there to be religious. He's alive and he's well. And he lives in every believer. And the Holy Spirit lives and dwells. And the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Don't you think that you have that same authority? Jesus said in Matthew 28, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, you go and make disciples of all nations. I'm a, I'm a little excited right now, so you got to bear with me. In Acts chapter 19, we talked yesterday about Peter's shadow. People, people, you know, he had the power of God emanating from him that even his shadow would pass over them and they were healed. Here in 1912, Paul, because of this, people took Paul's handkerchiefs and articles of clothing. They started to steal his clothes. Even pieces of cloth that had touched his skin. Laying them on the bodies of the sick and diseases and demons left them and they were healed. Now, I know people do this all the time and it's really, to me, it's a farce, but um, they, they will go ahead and... Uh, some radio preachers, and I heard many of them say, send me a cloth, I'll pray over it, and I'll send it back to you, and you'll be healed. That's silly. I don't like that stuff, but people do it. And it's because the power of Jesus, and they've, they were so close to Jesus, that really you couldn't tell them apart from Jesus. They were so close to Jesus and the power of God emanated from them. If you want the power of God to emanate from you, whether to lead people to Jesus, heal the sick, raise the dead, whatever, spend time with Jesus. Spend time in the Word of God. Don't throw this thing off to the side and let it gain dust. 
whether you do it electronically or physically. Whatever you do, get into the Word. Study the Word. Get to know who Jesus is. Get to know the character of God. We have allowed the enemy to steal that from us. And we have become impotent because we don't know who Jesus really is. And we need to get to him and know who he is and know what he's like so that we can go out and do the things that Jesus did going into all the world, preaching the gospel, healing the sick, raising the dead. I can't wait till I get one, the first person I raise from the dead because of Jesus. Isn't, that's going to be cool. I haven't seen it. I want to. I prayed for a pregnant lady one time. She had told me that uh, she felt no movement, I mean, and she was about to give birth, so uh, it wasn't like it was just first pregnancy. It was like toward the third, it was in the third trimester. And, and, and she hadn't felt the baby move in a few days, and, and so she asked if I would pray. I told her to put her hand on her stomach and say, Jesus. Now, this was a woman, Muslim woman, and she said, Jesus, and as soon as she did, I saw the baby's foot kick. Wow. I'm not going to say the baby was was still in her belly, but I mean uh, dead in her belly, but I saw the baby kick and it hadn't moved in three days. Isn't that cool? Maybe the baby was sleeping. I don't know, but the baby felt the presence of God. So you need to spend time with Jesus. Go to First John three eight. You know you can look these up later. But he says, but the one who indulges in a sinful life is of the devil. In other words, you're spending time with the devil. Now, there were times when I was younger where I said, Jesus, you know, because I knew Jesus didn't leave. But, you know, I just said, Jesus, I'm going to leave you on the porch. I want to go inside and do something wrong. That is indulging in the sinful life. And I wanted to spend time with the devil and his works rather than with Jesus. And Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. So if you go out and <clears throat> you commit adultery or fornication with another woman, and or a woman, and you're not married to her, what you are doing is, you are actually having, having that relation with Jesus, because Jesus never leaves us. And you're making Jesus do it. Thank God that he forgives us. But the one who indulges in a sinful life is of the devil. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. Now, the reason the Son of God was revealed, or came, was to undo and destroy the works of the devil. In Acts 10.38, how Jesus of Nazareth went about doing good and healing all who were afflicted of the devil. And yes, Malachi 4.2, the sun will rise with healing in his wings. The sun of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. Boy, this is just a lot for today. But I'm telling you that there is an authority that God wants to give us to go out and do this stuff. Don't think and don't pray a negative prayer to disarm God. By saying, if it is your will, it is his will. Settle that in your mind. It is his will to heal all. It is his will. Whether they're saved or not, God will use that healing to bring them to him. You keep pointing to Jesus. Don't point to you. And I said this the other day, that I, it, 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 it wearies me to think 
that people will go around and take videos of somebody that they prayed for to get healed so that that person will say, this person prayed for me to be healed. Don't take the credit for yourself. Give the glory to God. Even Nebuchadnezzar gave glory to God. Give the glory to Jesus. And let him uh, love on other people through you, because that's what healing is. When you pray for the sick, you are actually showing somebody the love of God. I remember I was in a... Um, I remember I was in a... Uh, uh, Fred Meyer in Grants Pass, Oregon. And um, and this 90-year-old woman was there, and I was with my friend. And uh, this 90-year-old woman was there, and the Lord told me to have this woman look into the eyes of my friend. And I said, just look into her eyes, and don't say anything, just look into her eyes. And as soon as she looked into her eyes, she the, um, this older woman started to weep, and then she opened up and said that this is her first Christmas without any family. She's going to have without any family. This was a couple of years ago. And it broke my heart. It broke my friend's heart. And this woman was crying. And there was even another lady watching all of this that started to weep as well. As restoration and, 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 and um, yeah, restoration and, uh, and redemption was being done into this woman. Well, that's all that we have for today. And, and, and I want to just tell you that you can go ahead and do this. You don't need permission. You don't need to get somebody to say, yeah, go ahead and do it. Just do it. You go, you go to Walmart. You go shopping and, and, and you see somebody. I, I was out shopping for a car yesterday. It's really funny. I don't have any money for a car. But I, I was shopping for a car yesterday. And the reason why we actually went to this place was because God wanted us to minister to the salesperson. And the salesperson was able and gave me some words of knowledge. We prayed and God, God did great things. So open yourself up. God does want to heal people. He wants to heal everybody. And whether there's a miracle that happens instantly or something that happens over time is not the issue. The issue is, does God want to heal? Yes. Can God use you to heal somebody? Yes. Timing's up to him. It's not up to you. Okay, by way of commercial, and we're done, but by way of commercial, you can get my two books through me. If you get them through me, it's $25 flat. That includes shipping and handling, uh, devotional, and my testimony of how I was healed uh, from, <clears throat> how I was healed from uh, my nervous breakdown. From breakdown to breakthrough, my journey to soul health and SOS, a 50-day journey into the heart of God. I encourage you to get one of these books. Or both of them. Actually, get they're easy reading. Uh, get both of these books. $25 shipping and handling. Well, God bless you guys. Have a great day. And we'll talk to you. Let's see, what's today? Today is Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. That's really good.